It's your girl, Dr. Heavenly, and I'm filling in for the lovely Claudia Jordan this week. We're back with TGIF, and we're here to spill the tea, funky dining. We're going to spill it, okay? We're going to break it down, the biggest headlines and news on social media. Now, sit back, relax, and get ready to sip some hot tea. What's up, guys? What's up, Al, baby? You're looking awesome. Uh What's going on, Dr. Heavenly? Welcome back, Dr. Heavenly. What's up, Q? This ain't my damn show, but I was following Al Lead and I was trying to act intelligent and I didn't know that I could be myself. Now, Funky, can I be myself? Am I pulled up, baby? Baby, ain't nothing pulled up or ladylike about you, baby. I told her, and she from Miami and she drinks that brown liquor so you can be yourself. And listen, you got to be yourself because tonight, my last night, you know, I'm, I'm having, everybody knows I'm having foot surgery. I'm having a bunion surgery tomorrow. So I'm going to be out for the rest of the week. But before we get started, I went to Houston's tonight for uh, lunch and I made a new friend. I want to give a special shout out to Tamika. Tamika was sitting across the bar and she sent me a drink and she was like, had the waitress uh, say, this woman says she knows you from Fox Soul and on the show she wants to send you a drink. And I told her, come on over here and sit next to me. We had a great conversation. We traded phone numbers and she is now my new friend. So Tamika, it was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you so much for the drink. And I look forward to forging a friendship with you, new friend. I know that's right. Tamika, any friend of Funkies is a friend of mine. I'm going to go on down there and meet Tamika too. Hey, <laughs> what you drinking on tonight? We know what Funky got. Uh, water. And I don't I even have that. I don't have anything to drink yet, Dr. Heavenly, but maybe I can find something on the break or something. Okay, I'm drinking a little bit of old nasty vitamin water. I hope that's okay with y'all, okay? Mm, Listen, in a recent interview with People's Magazine, Leslie Jones revealed that Chris Rock underwent therapy after Will Smith slapped him during the 2022 Academy Awards. Slap. That bleep was humiliating. It really affected him. People need to understand his daughters. His parents saw that. He had to go to counseling with his daughters. What are your thoughts on Leslie's remark, Funky? Um, I can't tell somebody else how to feel. Uh, where I come from, my gut response is stop milking this. It happened. Um, you're rich. You didn't get your left arm shot off. Um, I don't know what the hell you sitting up in therapy with your daughters for. But again, this is coming from my understanding, a person who did not have to go through it. It was humiliating and it was embarrassing. Dr. Heavenly, you're on a public platform. I'm on a public platform. God knows I have been humiliated and embarrassed down to the ground being a public figure. I mean, down to the ground, bitch. It ain't, it ain't funny going through <laughs> eviction and all that type of stuff. Oh. People had to put me at child. It, you know, going through those types of things publicly are not funny. They're not fun. They hurt, but they make you so much better on the other side. Um, but I guess if he had to go to therapy in order to be whole, that's fine. But all this sitting up in there with his daughters and I, uh, that that that's just feeling like a lot to me. Yeah, what's your take on this, baby? Because I got an opinion. Well, listen, I understand, or we can understand that Leslie Jones and Chris Rock are very good friends. Mm -hmm. To the tune that she talks about that when the slap occurred, she was about to jump in her car in L.A. and drive down 
to the Oscars and face off with Will Smith herself. Now, I would have loved to have seen that right there. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, the other things that we do know is that she's promoting a book presently, right? Her memoirs. Right. We know that Chris Rock did write the foreword. Um, I know that I think they mentioned I made a comment in the People magazine that she's promoting her book and, and, and he wrote the foreword. But my question is, did he give her or tell her it was OK to share this bit of information with the public? Because to me, this is some intimate information that necessarily shouldn't be shared. Like I would be embarrassed if someone shared something that I told you in secrecy at this level like this with the rest of the world. And now we're picking it up and we're covering it. And now we're talking about it on TGIF. So, you know, it's over now. Now it's going to just hit international press after this show. But I just want to know if she had permission from him to share this type of intimate information, because in all honesty, it doesn't make him look strong. It kind of makes him look kind of like, okay, what is really going on in that household that you have to go get therapy with your daughters around this slap. But then again, maybe I'm not understanding the magnitude of it. Now, my thought on it was when Leslie Jones, Leslie Jones is a beautiful woman. Y'all all know that. But she would have beat the shit out of uh, old, old Will Smith by that slap. Wouldn't it? I mean, you know what I'm saying? She a big lady, <laughs> right? She'd have whipped his ass. I love Leslie Jones, but I'm in the thought of everybody need therapy. They have therapy on set for Bravo because we need it. Listen, everybody need therapy. So the kids and all that, to milk this like this, it don't make sense because after everything, after they told me my, you know what I'm saying? I ain't what no real doctor. I needed therapy because it really hurt my feelings. You know what I'm saying? So I still need therapy. We got some soulmates in the comments. So, so be it once said that wasn't her business to share, echoing what Al said. Donnie8907 uh, said, Chris is milking this moment so bad. Joy O says, Why is Leslie Jones the spokesperson for Chris? And uh, not a content creator said, No one was thinking about this slap anymore. Chris keeps reminding us. Is That's- it Chris or is it Leslie? Because he ain't said that was her. Well, anyway, anyway mm. on. let's get into this tragic news. Two bottles in Los Angeles, California, were recently found dead in their apartments, just two <laughs> days apart and less than a mile from each other. Funky Two 32 year old Nicole Nikki Coates was found dead inside her home on September 10th. And Malisha Mooney was found dead inside of her place on September 12th, two days apart. What's your take on this story? They just found dead. Funky. Um, you know, this is, it goes without saying it's sad. Um, this is just one of those things where we just have to kind of wait for some more details and whatnot to come out because nobody knows what all the hell is going on. And it, it's, it's, I can't say nothing beyond this. Say, Al, why are you over there laughing? At the death. The people that dead. Al, Al, what's going on with you, baby? The people is Funky dead. was over there that fine dining restaurant. That's what that's what this is. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I'm just legitimately with the information that we have at the moment. There really is nothing to say other than it's sad. And I hope they find the killers. I mean, what else do we know at this point now? Well, this is what this is 
we know we know that there are two within two days of each other within a mile apart we also know that there's a third i'm gonna say this the city of los angeles lapd and the mayor's office y'all need to stop playing with us something is going on whenever you have two more depth in, in close proximity similar type of women black women all three have been black women they're going to announce a third soon all three being a black woman this us serial killer on the loose and the LAPD need to stop playing with the black community and stop playing on the back of black women this should be taken seriously and in all jokes aside there should be a state of emergency for the downtown area of Los Angeles you cannot have three black women all the same age all very pretty all dead within a mile of each other and within days of each other that's called a serial killer is on the loose now this is also the reason why ladies and gentlemen black people we cannot participate in hoax and think that it's not a big deal because it is a big deal but we have cases like this where you have three black women all within the same vicinity all within the same age going missing and and are dead there needs to be national emergency around this you guys this is a very very big deal black women's safety in downtown los angeles is concerned it should be of issue for the city of los angeles black women please pay attention and please be safe i understand your compassion because you live in la right uh, al you live in la that's right they were saying even mm -hmm. the first person she wasn't even being uh considered as homicide correct and she was in there in a pool of blood correct am i reading mm -hmm. that right yeah and, and a leg up oh my god that is so awful y'all all right so moving on we're gonna have to whoo, pray for them we're gonna lay hands on them and pray for them all right so an east london woman and her fiance are preparing for parenthood by parenting 13 fake babies. Chad, what is this? Um, they're changing their diapers and taking them out on strollers. Jess Ellis started her collection of plastic babies during the pandemic because she felt lonely. Ellis spent nearly $7,500 on her collection. This a damn fool. Listen, on her babies. Listen, first of all, get the lady a puppy. Come on, we need some real interaction with some no play babies when you can pretend and at your leisure you can get up and change their peppers that's not real parenting but somebody that's parented for three babies that ain't good that ain't no good have a baby when you when you four years old five years old as an adult woman spending money on 13 babies why she needed 13 al and why does she need 13 she could have done two babies <laughs> listen i ain't no parent but i know that this ain't preparing for nothing that woman needs medical attention this is called delusional companion syndrome where you believe a non-living object object possess consciousness and feels emotions that's this is what i'm going to diagnose her sorry but get off my line this is not cute i don't know why people are all in there thinking that this is cute and this is a fun story and this is a life story no she needs she needs purpose and the husband needs to the go parties to get out of that house. That woman is walking around that house, y'all, talking to them dolls, changing their diapers, meaning she pretending that they made a mistake on themselves and she needs to change them. In fact, her husband helped her do that once. She's feeding them, she's putting them to bed, and she is um taking them on strolls around the community and introducing the people. Uh-uh, uh-uh, this is not cute, this is not he needs therapy, period. And if he don't get his ass out that house, 
He need therapy too. But Funky, you gonna go and get you some babies so you could not feel lonely instead of, and then learn how to parent through 13 fake babies and spend $7,500, which we could have invested in Dr. Hamlin University, really. Baby, I may be alone, but never lonely. That's number one. No, that's right. No, number two, if I was her fiance, I would leave her ass because how dare you say during COVID you were lonely and you got me? That means I'm not enough for you. But I, I, I got another opinion on this, Alan, Dr. Hamlin. I think if the bitch gonna be crazy, let her be crazy with some doll babies. Okay? Let her be crazy with some doll babies. She ain't hurt nobody. And if she is, it's plastic. Do we really want somebody like this having three, four, five, six children? Let this bitch be, she doing it right. Let her be delusional and crazy with these doll babies because she ain't hurt nobody. Now, Funky, she feel like because she got 13 doll babies, she ready to have a baby, and she that, that just ain't so. That's totally delusional for you to be talking to babies, and now you think you're going to take this to a real baby? Because a real baby may sift off and say, you know what, I get to get up and, and, and change this baby when I feel like it, or this baby, you know what I'm saying? It's not a good analogy or a, a transition well, a real baby. Y'all let Krishan Rock have one, and y'all happy about that, so I think this is better. I think she better prepared than Krishan Rock is quite Y'all gonna stop that because you know, okay, all right, all right, we're gonna move on. And coming up next, Prince Jackson slams Harry Styles for the King of Pop title and later find out how a pizza order led to the rest of a Tennessee man. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. During a recent appearance on Mike Tyson's Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson's podcast, Michael Jackson's eldest son, Prince Jackson, shared his thoughts on Harry Styles receiving the King of Pop title by Rolling Stone in 2022. Prince expressed that his late father spent decades earning that crown, where Harry got it in a couple of years. What are your thoughts on Prince Jackson's remarks, Funky? Um, You know... I think he's 100% right, correct? Uh, sure. I think that Michael Jackson did spend, uh, you know, uh, decades garnering this title. And I do think if you are uh, one of his children, a deep Michael Jackson fan, you know, you grew up during the Michael Jackson generation, that you would take offense to this. I would be curious to know, though, the age of the person that gave Harry Styles this title, because honestly, truthfully, heavenly, if we were talking about somebody, let's just say your daughter's age, they may not even understand. Mm -hmm. they, they may not even understand. So as far as they are concerned, Michael Jackson, is, I mean, uh, Harry Styles is the king of pop. And not to mention, as time progresses, y'all, I mean, listen, we're not going to go on to 2080 still calling Michael Jackson the king of pop. At some point, he's going to be in the so distant past that the title is going to belong to someone else. But I do think it's a bit premature to give Harry Styles, somebody who has not uh, achieved an iota of what Michael Jackson has, the title so soon. I rarely agree with those Jackson children. But Prince Jackson was on the money when he said this. What do you think about it, Al? Look, don't get me started because I am still a diehard Michael Jackson fan. This is a deal. We know for a 
fact that the Rolling Stones magazine does not have a good relationships with the Jackson family. They do not give them positive coverage. I talked about this on the show a few years ago, but let me tell you something you're not going to do. You're not going to play with the facts and you're not going to play with the research. As it relates to Michael Jackson, in 1989, he was named by Soul Train uh, Music Awards the King of Pop. All right. Now let's look at that for just one second. He it took him 25 years to get that title, right? Seven albums, four movies, and countless hits, countless hits, countless hits. Styles, on the other hand, we're not taking away from Helen. He's very talented, but look, he's only been in the game for what? Maybe what? 15, 12 years at max. How dare you try to dethrone someone like Michael Jackson with? Someone like it. it simply doesn't make sense. I don't care what generation you're in. The facts are the facts. His ability to be an international icon for all those years and still is an international icon. But you're going to give this guy who's only been in the business for 12 years the title. I think it's a, it's a slap in, in the Jackson's face. It's a slap in everybody who supports Michael Jackson. It's a slap to everybody in the music industry who knows what this is really all about. Listen, in my opinion, it's just like you say, Michael Jackson going to be the king of pop to the day I die. Okay, I don't even know who. I'm sorry. I don't know nothing that Harry Styles sing. I don't. Give me a song just like Sukiyama. I don't know what he's saying. How the hell would you let him be the king of pop? I mean, you could see somebody on the level of like Beyonce or somebody, but who's on that level to be the king? Damn sure ain't no Harry Styles. I don't even know who that is. So Rolling Stone, you got this one wrong. I'm sorry. And it is a slap in the face. And as a child of Michael Jackson, I'm glad that he spoke out because this is really just wrong and it's ass backwards. It just is. Oh, Heavenly, let me hit some of these comments from the soulmates. Okay. Darius Daniel says, Rolling Stone must have lost her mind in the same place Lev Farrah lost her luggage at the airport before she left Destiny's <laughs> Child. Uh -huh. Katie Pop said, we getting old, y'all. Our icons are phasing out. And Melissa James said, Beyonce is the king and the queen of pop. To there me, you have it. the only person who comes close. I know that's right. I don't know anybody on the level of Michael Jackson outside of Prince, maybe, and he gone too. So yeah, the King of Pop, I think that's his title forever. Get call him something else. Call him something else. The next person come up, say the king of Harry Styles is the king of, of dance or something. But the king of pop, Michael Jackson. Guys, <laughs> rolling on. Speaking of Rolling Stone magazine, the co-founder of the Procedures magazine, Jan Winter, has been removed from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation Board of Directors for criticizing black musicians. Warner shared that the New York Times that he wasn't interested in interviewing black musicians because for his book, because they claimed that they were not articulate enough. Al, mm. What's your thoughts? This is I just told you the Rolling Stones. OK, now it all makes sense. It's all making sense right now. We see why Rolling Stones is now voting Harry Styles as the king of pop. Rolling Stones magazine is supposed to be one of the most respected socially and politically nonconforming magazines in the music industry. It's known for its cover of rock music, but it's also known for all of its coverage in the music industry as a whole. And to find out that the founding father and that, that the person who created has such a deep rooted and an underbelly of racism and discrimination, not only against black male artists, but let's be clear, against women. Where the freak is the outrage? I'm glad they made him resign. And good riddance. We don't need anybody like you around any future generation of music because we know of anything music. Um, overcomes all barriers, racism, hate. It creates love and environment. And we don't need anybody with your racial ass in no position 
that can continue to dictate who should be bowed down to in the music industry. And just the fact that we know that all these industries on your watch, you've been doing this because you're discriminatory. I think they should put somebody black in head of that magazine and make sure that somebody black is always on the cover and that we're given equal treatment now moving forward. Oh, baby, I I agree with you 1000%, but that debunks the theory that we old as hell and we don't know because he know who the fuck, who the hell Michael Jackson is. He know, he know, <laughs> he's old enough to know the legend Michael Jackson. So as long as he was on there, Michael Jackson will be the king of pop forever. Funky, but you know, you know what, Dr. Him, Dr. Heavenly, I'm glad you said that because let me tell you what this this brings up the reason why we have to continue to support black media. Absolutely. We have to continue to support in this space like Fox Soul. We have to continue to support magazines like WXL, even though, you know, people got issues with them. We need to continue to support Ebony and Essence. Every black focused media, anything, we got to continue to support it because this type of racism from the very, very top and from, quote, the very, very best in the music industry is unacceptable. This is blatant slap in our face because they got this guy, Harry Styles. If they came with somebody like Mick Jagger or somebody poppy, somebody's fire. But to compare him to Michael Jackson is just a slap in our freaking face. Funky, don't you, you know, think it's racist? You know, I, I always say this on my show. In this post-Trump MAGA world, I don't, in order to protect my peace, I don't let these white people stir me up. Mm. And the simple fact that he said this completely undermines the whole Rolling Stone magazine to me mm -hmm. as a whole. Mm -hmm. As far as I'm concerned, now knowing this, the whole organization and the whole magazine to me has been relegated to a piece of newspaper I let my dog shit on. Ooh. You got to be a damn fool to be sitting at home and let some raggedy ass white man who think like that stir you up. He won't get that from me. He nor his publication will get that from me. You don't think black people are articulate? You didn't think that any were on the level intellectually? Oh, please. Somebody that think like that of me will never get my emotional energy. So him and his magazine can both go kick rocks. And if we as a people knowing the underbelly of that organization and that magazine continue to sit there with our hand out begging for recognition or acknowledgement from them, then use a damn fool. Let the racist white people have a racist magazine and let's go on about our business and keep raising our beautiful black babies and creating our beautiful black art. That's how I see it. I know. Hell no. Nah, Y'all ain't gonna never talk about Michael Jackson. Y'all got my pressure. Up. I need therapy, but moving on, I can't stay there. Okay. This must be Florida. I'm just gonna say this Florida. Arm agents were spotted guarding local Philly's cheese restaurant in Philadelphia due to spike a spike in violence. The co-owner of Jim's West Steak and Hoagies, Cortez Johnson, shared that he wants his customers to feel safe and be safe while they're waiting in line. Any thoughts on this story, Al? Um, you know what? I think we need to focus less about the size of the gun and what it looks like and more about that particular owner trying to create an environment where his customers are safe, his employees are safe, where he's safe and where his vendors are safe. And I think we'll be okay. I think the main issue is when there is a, a, a what is that, an AK? Uh, can't remember, I don't know what level AK that is, but when someone carries a gun like that openly, it's where we get all of the nervousness and concern from them. But let's be very clear, in the state of Pennsylvania, that's legal. 
I mean, he's a trained individual and he's got his license, so he's able to do that and provide security. So because of that, I and plus, look, after we saw that young lady who was who was ordering her fish plate the other day and the man beat her up and her, her little son shot him, I would rather see this type of presence so that type of uh uh, happenings does not occur. I would rather see this type of presence where people are feeling uncomfortable because of the gun and not be concerned than be concerned about someone beating up my mother and the son has to come in the store and shoot him to death. You're absolutely right. I agree with you a thousand percent. Funky, what's your thought on y'all bringing that M16 rifle looking ass gun? You know, so Roro in the comment says, is the food that good? Roro, I think it's less about the food being that good and more about the fact that because people are in line waiting on the food, they become sitting ducks for crime. Um, I'm going to tell you something. As somebody who is a friend of a lot of people who own dining and, and entertainment establishments, I am all for this. Because I got some business owner friends who don't want to spend the extra money on security to make sure fights don't break out at their establishments or to make sure people are safe. If his line is wrapped around the corner and he's selling that many goddamn sandwiches, then it ain't nothing for him to take two fifty dollars uh, every shift to pay some security to make sure that people are safe to keep his money rolling in. Quiet as his cat while y'all right here hailing this man as a good Samaritan. This man don't give a damn about y'all ass. This man give a damn that y'all keep standing in that line buying them damn Philly cheesesteaks so he can put his kids through college. But that's all right. If I inadvertently end up being safe because he's trying to protect his pocket, then I'm all here for it. But I think all business owners should do this. Make me feel safe, especially shit, shit. Y'all see they just broke in Tamar car last week and she said she don't feel safe anywhere. It, it's, it's, it's hard out here. Everybody didn't get it wrong. Didn't they break into her house in Los Angeles as well? I, I, I don't know about them breaking the house, but they damn sure broke her car, baby. But we're going to say that for when the story come up. They, 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 they got in there, bitch. They got all her stuff on her car. You know, they were talking about the size of the gun. I love the size of the gun because when you go out of the country, when they're blocking, when they're actually protecting those those royal homes, they had them same guns and you know they mean business. If you got a little 22, it ain't the effect, the visual of having that big ass gun. That's going to make people act right. I think it's an act right gun. I really do. Moving on, coming up next, a failed piece of order led to the arrest of a Tennessee man and later a high school coach in Florida is facing a laundry list of charges. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. All right. There's nothing better than a little retail therapy, especially when I can do it from my home in my pajamas. That's why I love GhostBed, makers of the coolest beds in the world. If you've ever shopped for a mattress, you know how overwhelming it can be. Maybe you like the contouring feeling of memory foam, or maybe you want a little bit of bounce, or maybe you have no idea what you want. If that's the case, GhostBed is here for you. For the last 20 plus years, the team behind GhostBed has been designing comfortable mattresses that are built to last. And they are the experts when it comes to pairing customers with the right mattress based on things like sleeping position, lifestyle, and more. Go to GhostBed.com today and take their online quiz to get your personalized recommendation or connect with GhostBed sleep experts for a one-on-one consultation via phone or chat. Order shipped free and fast, and you'll get you'll also get a 101 night sleep trial to make sure your mattress is the right fit for you. 
For a limited time, our listeners can get an exclusive offer. Take 40% off of all GhostBed mattresses, plus get two luxury pillows. Use promo code T at GhostBed.com slash T to take advantage of the offer. That's GhostBed.com slash T with promo code T. Al, yes. are you enjoying GhostBed? <laughs> you scared the hell out of me. <laughs> yes, you know, I, 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 we all know that I've had the pillow the longest, I think, of the, all of us. Love the pillow, the cook cooling um effective pillow and then i went and got the, the the sheets and stuff as well which are really amazing for someone like I, i've been shared who's kind of warm bodied when they sleep now what i have learned though recently is that they have this very special technology in their mattresses called fit which is for the recovery and performance and health benefits it's an extra layer on top of those mattresses so it makes it absolutely for me a prime candidate on my next mattress to purchase you know what dr heavenly i we got ghost bed products i love the pillow al's got the cooling sheets you and damon should strongly consider it i mean the pillows they work really well the cooling you know you you going through the change and everything so that cooling <laughs> really works <laughs> you should and, think about it and I, I really am i actually wrote down the uh website ghostbed.com backslash t because i can use that 40 percent off and like you say menopause go for 10 years funky so if the bed can last listen it's time for a new mattress ghostbed.com i'm gonna consider it you know what i mean there we don't is, want my guys. bed out we don't yeah. wore, it out. wore it out. Promotional considerations furnished by Ghostbed. All right, y'all. So let's get back to some more topics. Child, I'm glad this story ain't about Florida, but it's over a funky old little pizza. A Tennessee man recently pleaded guilty to four counts of aggravated assault for threatening employees of a Knoxville Little Caesars with an AK-47 rifle because his pizza was not hot and ready back in 2021. What are your thoughts on this foolishness, Dr. Heavenly? Listen, I was just at the gun range another, on another day, right? Last week, and I was looking at the people that were buying the guns. And you know, I'm silly. I'm in the gun range like, please don't sell this brother Tucker. here no gun. Please don't <laughs> give him no gun. And these, these, these men are buying three, four big level M16 guns. And I'm like... What kind of background check are we getting? That man looked like already something wrong with him. He must have been hungry as hell. But I'm saying, at what point, because your pizza cold, you're going to dang shoot him, Brother Tucker. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Maybe he was hungry. But I think, like you say, everybody needs therapy. There's people walking around. Mental illness is real, y'all. And everybody needs some help. They need to keep people on the side of the corner. They got an emergency number that you can call when somebody just crazy as hell. When the police show up, bring the mental therapist people there too so they can wrap these brother tuckers up and take them on down to the, uh, what is it? The floor 13 on the hospital? I don't know if that's the problem, uh, Heavenly with the state of Tennessee. See, Tennessee is one of those little tricky states when it comes to gun laws. And in, in July of 2021, that state decided to go with that you don't need a permit to carry a gun, and you also don't need a permit to carry an assault weapon. An AK-47 rifle, from my understanding, is an assault weapon. And that's where the confusion is. See, you you guys follow all of these these gun laws around here and, and this these right-wing supremacists, supremacists, this these these Trumpers that that are allowing these individuals to exercise their rights. They passed that law in Tennessee in July. A couple of months later, he decided to exercise his rights, his new rights. He has the ability to carry that gun into that little season. 
And what he doesn't have the right to do is use it as a threatening mechanism to threaten them and tell them that if they do something, he's going to use it. And that's what's got him four counts of aggregated assault. But how sad is it that he's able to carry that gun openly like that anywhere that he goes in the state of Tennessee? You know what's even more sad? Little Caesar's Pizza ain't even that good. <laughs> that, that goes any chance we got to have it, any sponsorships with them. Ready, for, including Coochie. If it's hot and ready and it's under $50, it ain't ain't that right, Dr. Heavenly? If I it's mean, so you know, hot and ready and be worth something, I mean, Heavenly, how much? Two, at least $75 if it's going to be hot and ready and work some. No, no. Phaedra Parks told me you need enough to get a purse, an outfit, and some shoes, okay? So we need a couple of thousand dollars. For All right, so if it's going to be hot and ready and worth you pulling the gun on, it got to be at least about $3,000 worth. But, I'm, you know, I'm going to take it a step further here, and, and, and I'm going to send this conversation a whole other way. Um, imagine how it would feel navigating life feeling that inferior that a you need to own a weapon like that and b you need to brand just to get people to move like imagine the a level of inferiority you must feel to run to your car to go get that for a five dollar hot and ready pizza normally you just cuss people ass out in the store and be done with it you know what i'm saying who look at that Sad existence. He lost his 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 whole portfolio, baby. Look like he had some money. He just lost all of it, baby. Mm -hmm, he gonna mm -hmm. take it out on a little Caesar pizza. That's all. Oh well, keep it locked because coming up next, uh, a Florida coach is facing some serious charges, and later Tyler Perry has his two cents on splitting the bill, Dr. Heavenly, within the mm -hmm. household. You want to talk about that? Let's keep it locked. Hey, y'all, welcome back to TGIF. A high school track coach in Florida was arrested with charges with sexual battery for allegedly attempting to have sexual contact with a 16-year-old student that did not disclose that he was HIV positive. 40-year-old Jarvis Young has been charged with sexual battery of a victim between 12 and 18 years of age by a custodial authority, lewd and lascivious acts, of a 24-year-old or older on a victim between the ages of 16 and 17 years old, abuse of a child without bodily harm, interfering with the custody of a minor, dang, and being HIV, being an HIV-infected person and having sex without informing a partner, informing the partner. That, y'all, this is awful. Listen, what's y'all thoughts on this? Because I got an opinion. I mean, it's, I it's all it? bad. It, it's, it, it, it's all bad. And just when you think it's bad, it gets worse with additional and additional and additional layers. I think the, the I think the, the first area of it being bad is that you've got an adult messing with a child. So that that's mm -hmm. bad on the base level. Then the secondary level of it all is that you're a teacher and authority figure, somebody who people trust their children with. That's the second layer of bad. And then when you throw, you know, the HIV and the health status on top of it, that's just a third level of bad. It, it, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's all bad. I, 
I'm glad that I don't have children, although I worry about my nephew every day when we send our kids out in public school, because Heavenly and Al, when we were coming up, your parents were actually able to breathe when they sent you to school. They were like, all right, my child over down to the school. They're going to be good for eight, nine, ten hours till I get home from work. But now, hell, you quiet as it's kept running. You might as well just throw your children out into the streets with $5 and hope they make it back home because the school <laughs> ain't seeming to be no better these days. Well, I got to be honest, Q. I ain't going to sit up on these people's good internet and pretend like there wasn't sex scandals with my track coach and basketball coach and all those different coaches with the students. Um, but this right here is it's unbelievable. He's a monster. He's he's he's, he's borderline predatory. Um, and, it's, and it's just sad. And he needs to go underneath the jail. But I want to find a positive here. The positive here for me is that we need to congratulate this young man for coming forward to his mother and letting her know what happened to him that was inappropriate and that it was man on man. Because a lot of young black men experience these types of situations and they refuse to speak on it because they're afraid of just how they're going to be talked about at school. Like they too may be labeled as gay or they too may be labeled as, you know, meant, you know, did you do something to make him want to do that? So I want to congratulate this young man here. On the flip side of that, I'm going to tell you as a parent, if this happened to my child, that school, I would sue everybody so bad. I would school to sue the school board, school superintendent, the sheriff's office for freaking not figuring it out. I would school to sue the school district, the school principal, the school athletic department. And if the if the custodian didn't get out the way, I sue his ass too. I would sue them so bad for negligent supervision that they would have to close that school. This is unacceptable. I agree with you at 1000%. Let's call it what it is. I mean, we know that uh, HIV is not always a life, life, life death sentence, but this is attempted murder. That's what it is. It's attempted murder. When you have something like that, I feel like if you are accused of having sex and not telling people you're HIV positive, you should wear a scarlet letter A on your chest, on your dang forehead or somewhere to let everybody know you got it if you're doing this kind of stuff. Sex with a minor is one thing because we all got kids 16. At that point, I know they 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 not even really, y'all saying 16 is consensual, but these kids are still kids in their mind. They don't know what they're doing. I got three kids. A lot of times they do not make good decisions and somebody can swoon them to do something that they should not do. This man, like you said, should be under the jail. He should. This is a position where you should have your M16 rider for not at Little Caesar's Pizza, but at that high school getting this brother Tucker right here for attempted murder. I'm sorry. I got upset. <laughs> Pressure up. OK. Anytime you all talk about kids, I get mad. You know what I'm saying? Sexual predators and all that because you got three kids. I would kill somebody. I'm sorry. Am I wrong to say that? No, not, not at all. Not you know, and, and it's so funny because it says. And uh, uh, Trey B TB says it's so easy to become school teacher and staff. Schools are desperate, shaking my head. You know, unpopular opinion, unpopular opinion. I don't think 20 somethings should be able to work with high school age students. Um, I, I just don't. I think all things constant, they're just too close in age. When taken out of the context of the high school, you know, there's going to be some level of attraction there. And I were going back to Al talking about sex scandals. I remember in my high school, all those girls was messing with them security guards and those security guards was in their twenties. I've got friends that actually went on to have long 10 year plus relationships with the security guards that had kids from them. And I definitely think putting a little bit of distance between the 20 something year olds and the, the, the 17 year olds, 
would help mitigate some of this. I agree with you. I agree with you. In lighter news, Katy Perry sold her music catalog to Litmus Music for $225 million. Okay. The company announced that they would deal with that deal would include Perry's five studio albums that she recorded for Capitol Records between 2008 and 2020. Do y'all think this was a smart decision? That's a lot of hell damn money. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is not new, uh, Dr. So, you know, I've shared on the show before that I used to be a private banker to the stars and I had a very, very, very popular musical uh, client. And after year 10 to 15, they're actually supposed to start to assess because it's a part of their net worth what the value of their catalog is. And so a lot of artists have done it. Justin Bieber did it back in January. He sold his for 200 million. And, and she happens to be the biggest catalog deal for an artist of this year, which was 220 five million now the deal was when she looked and saw that the value had not increased but had started to decline then yeah. she knew that this was the best time for her to sell her catalog because that means that your ability to get money off of that catalog starts to lessen so why not cash in now so i thought that this was a thing and just for in fact you guys know that she happens to have the only album of all artists has five number one singles on an album and that was her teenage dream album and she's only female but the only other male that has ever done that family is our lovely michael jackson he's the only male who's had five number one singles off of his album and that was the bad album wow wow, wow. you know i think i think it's an amazing thing when you look at the katie perry's the beyonce's the rihanna's the Aguilera's, the Britney Spears's, and in a 10-year period of time, you make enough money to secure your family for generations. That's what I'm looking at. I'm like, $225 million is what your talent and your gifts provided for you doing something that you loved and you had fun along the way to be able to cash out at 225 million and to just honestly and truthfully be, be young enough to sit on your ass at this point and launch seven different more she's young enough to have seven more careers and seven different career fields if she want to go back to school and become a dentist a pharmacist or astronaut she's still young enough to do it she's got the money to do it i think this is awesome for katie her family and any other artist out there. I especially love our girl Rihanna. She don't made all that money selling that makeup or whatever. Mama just Beyonce don't made so much money on this tour doing her thing. I'm happy for these ladies. Me too. I think it's power. Girl power. Girl power. Katy Perry doing her thing. Coming up, Tyler Perry opens up about splitting the bill with the household. Stay tuned. We need a whole segment for this. I, I know, right? <laughs> Welcome back. Tyler Perry recently shared his thoughts about dividing the household expenses. Tyler said as long as he is securing himself and know that, yeah, she makes most of all the money. All, all I can pay is the light bill. As long as she's comfortable enough to say I'm going to cover the mortgage and all the other stuff, that's fine. What bitch going to say that? Nobody's going to say that. Do you know any black women, Tyler Perry? Now, I love Tyler Perry and I like all the stuff he be talking about. 
But what black woman you gonna say, I'm sorry, I ain't even get to the other part of it. What black woman you gonna say, it's okay for me not me to pay all the damn bills. Now you sitting your ass up, drinking all my damn Kool-Aid, acting a damn fool, wanna control me and tell me what the hell I'm gonna do. And you gonna pay more than the damn light bill. Now that's relative, cause some people light bill ain't for $67. My light bill $1,700. And I, you need to pay more than that because if my light bill is $1,700, how much is my mortgage? I'm sorry, Tyler Perry done made me bad with that. Because he's trying to act like, am I talking too much? He's trying to act like who's yeah. for Man, you need to step up. You need to step up. No, let's not settle. We're not selling that you could just pay the light bill. No, get your funky ass up, funky Dineva. Get you a job. Get you another job. Get you another job so you can afford this mortgage. And I'm going to tell y'all black women this. If he can't afford the mortgage, do not move in with him. Now, some black women, we, a lot of us, make more than our men. But don't move in a house that this man can't pay the damn mortgage. And a lot of times, it ain't just because I got all this damn mouth that I'm going to get can't handle the black man can't handle when a black woman tell him to get the hell up out my damn house all you plans the light bill i can find somebody else to pay my damn light bill i don't need you okay and so it ain't so much the black woman black men have a lot of ego and they ain't gonna be able to take it so it's gonna be anger in the household because they don't feel efficient and the dick what's your opinion sir sorry <laughs> Uh, Dr. Heavenly, I, I think I'm more of a realist, right? Uh, women aren't out here asking not to have their bills paid for them. They're lonely. And they entertain these these guys who are less than their yoke. They're even they're not evenly yoked with them. And it's a it's a phenomenon. It's an epidemic. It's a it's a it's a something because it's happening too much. But you can't blame the man or if you yes, are in a man excuse excuse me hold on hold on hold on dr heavenly i'll let you talk I, i'll let you talk let me finish talking please so if you are in a relationship if, if women are in a relationship and they don't feel comfortable paying all the bills then get out the relationship and stop absolutely. talking about it absolutely right? stop, playing victim. stop playing the victim stop playing the victim ask any black woman that's educated they're not going to really Okay, I'm not saying agree with you. I said if you're not happy, if you feel like if you're an educated black woman and you're in a relationship and you're not happy with it because he's not paying the bills, get out of it. I get think out the of issue it. is Tyler stop Perry being is saying this is a black man. Stop. That's the issue. Listen, stop being in a relationship with a man that you don't respect and you don't like because he's not holding his own. Period. Period. If he ain't got the, the money, he ain't got the money. As, it, rela as it relates to what Tyler Perry is saying, as it relates to what Tyler Perry is saying, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. If, Ty, if the man makes, like, say the household uh, income is $100 a month, and the woman brings $80 to the relationship, and the man brings $20 to the relationship, because that's what they make, they both should pay the percentage that they make. So if the bills are like, so the guy should pay 80%, I mean, the woman should pay 80% of the bills, and the guy should pay 20% of the bills. If he can't pay 20% of the bills, stop messing with him. Don't okay, complain wait. about him. Stop messing with him.
the way that that will work, okay, if you can only pay 20% of the bill, you're not my husband. Because biblically, it says you're supposed to provide for me, uh, right? And I'm going to finish this. I'm going to finish this because I don't agree with you. And I think we're coming from three different points of views. We are. If the man can't be the bill, you're not, right. you at this point, 20%, you my bitch, okay? So you need to clean my pool. You need to pressure wash my damn tennis court and do what you can. So I'm adding on, but you're not my man. You're not okay, my man. Okay, then get him out of the house. Stop calling him your boyfriend. Stop calling That's him your boyfriend and call him your slave. Call so him Calipari son. said it was okay. Stop calling him your boyfriend and stop complaining about it. And stop complaining about it. And stop complaining about it. Let me jump in here. man isn't holding his way. Your man is not holding his way. All right, let me jump in here real quick because we the the, the audio yeah, gets static. Hold on, Heavenly. You got to be quiet because can't nobody hear when all us talk. So first and foremost, I think Tyler Perry used an extreme, right? I don't think in, in the real world, nobody, man, woman, or flower pot, is finna sit back and just let some bitch come up in their house and be paying yeah. the light bill. Here is the question, and I post this on my Instagram, and Heavenly, I want you to give me a realistic answer. Because because I, I, I'm hearing both of y'all, but black women right now are in this position and I'm listening where they say we're out earning, we're more educated, we make more money than men. And then they complain about a lack of availability of black men. I understand that. OK, and we can make the argument that black men need to step it up. And I 100 percent agree that they need to step it up. However, if we're being realistic. Let's just say you're 38, you're 40, you're at that high place earning. The man ain't, the black men as a collective are probably not going to step it up in time enough in your lifetime. So with the current availability of men, what are you to do? All right. What are you to do? If you make it what you make it and the only available pool of black men available to you right now or, 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 you know, make a little less than you, a little less educated to you. I'm not asking you to settle and I'm not telling you to do. To Al's point about the stop complaining, you're complaining about a man that doesn't exist. If they don't exist right now because the pool of dating of black men got pissed to do if you want to be married and you want to have children and you want companionship and this is all that's available what are you to do get you a damn puppy the lady got fake babies get you a fake damn man because it's not gonna work no uh -huh. kind of way i don't know what y'all <laughs> talking about but it's not gonna damn it work the man is gonna have the ego and have the issue in the household what i'm saying is women and, and i guess the issue is the issue at his hand is tyler perry made light of it making it seem like it's okay to accept this in other countries uh, other cultures they don't accept it so why do black women always got to be culture? i'm what not culture? complaining i'm not tell complaining me a culture. i wouldn't accept that, that Why? Tell me a culture. Tell me a culture. Yeah, Tell me yeah. a culture. Look at where they don't Every one of them damn men had a good job. The woman stayed home. The woman is catered to a lot of different cultures. White cultures. Now, you know one of, the, one of the poorest countries. What are you talking about? Listen, this is this is in front with me. First of all, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take advice from somebody who's married and living a very wealthy life with a very good man and a very wealthy man. You can't give me no advice out here I on how to handle men who I work very hard. I'm not gonna stop working hard. I'm 
I'm not going to stop making my money, okay, if I was a woman. I wouldn't stop doing that. But you, I'm not going to sit up here on my good internet unless you attack black men who are I'm out here trying to do their best. No, and if no, they no. Can't, you're not going to put that on me. I'm not attacking do, black men. What I'm saying is live in a house. Man, get out of here, Dr. Hammond. Get out of here now. You ain't going to. Go, you ain't going to. We're not going to do that on this show, Dr. Hammond. You back here backstroking right now. What you said was that a man who did not pay 20% was your bitch. And a man ain't your bitch. If he's a bitch, he shouldn't be in your house. No, he wouldn't Well, good. That's you. That's you. That's you, Dr. Hammond. I can respect that. That's all. The marriages do not work for all. They don't have. All right, y'all. Listen. Cease fire. Listen. Y'all can tell this was a very heated discussion. And I wish we had. Hold on, Emily. I wish we had more time. I'd like to thank Dr. Al Reynolds for everything for joining us tonight. And thank y'all for watching us on YouTube. Stick around for Crockett's Corner. And we'll see y'all tomorrow. Thank you, Al. <laughs>